3: Hello everybody, welcome to UFC Unfiltered Alright, um, Jimmy left early, I came late And he, Sam Alvey, smiling Sam Alvey, is here the whole time On today's UFC Unfiltered, say hi Sam Hi Sam Chaws are dropped throughout this arena, nobody is sitting down Chasing that finish, elbows raining down Oh! On the button! Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again! He's out! He's out.
4: This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome to another episode of UFC Unfiltered. It's Jim Norton. Matt Serra is on his way. We're in Vegas at the Performance Institute. But luckily, we have Smiling Sam Alvey here. Hi, Sam.
2: Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. You know, I'm sure Matt's saving the day somewhere else. There's there's an old lady needed help. Yeah, he's rescuing somebody. He's doing something with someone. Yeah.
4: He'll be here. Normally, we would just say, oh, wait a few minutes. But we're, I talk to him. out to go start without me. I'm in traffic. And I have to catch a flight. Like right now, we're taping this oh. the day earlier. So I'm going right to the airport from mm. here. Um, and you and I met for the first time the other night at the Ultimate Fighter finale.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, you're you're sitting right in front, right in front of me. We got to chat a little bit. It was a lot of fun.
4: It really was. It, it's uh, the Israel uh, Adesanya. What an amazing. Amazing fight against Brad Tavares
2: It it was, it was just fantastic The whole card was fantastic But yeah, that that fight, it was just It was a perfect cap to, I mean, a perfect card When you're fighting, when you're in a
4: situation Like you could see Tavares was getting frustrated at one Mm -hmm. point Because Israel is a really hard guy To figure out, he just seems to throw everything At you, and Mm -hmm. his, his angles are weird And he taunts you a little bit when you're in the middle of a fight and you're having something like that, is there a point where you're like, all right, I can't fucking figure this guy out. This is a problem. Uh,
2: you know, I, I, I don't know that I've had that problem in a fight, but in practice it happens all the time. Actually, my, my buddy Sean Strickland, uh, I, I've been... Fighting with him for, for years now, and he's at the point he's like, He's so hard for me to figure out because he's got me figured out. He is. Uh, he, he is, and he, he's just, he keeps that head away. He can always surprise you with the wrestling. And um, so, so it's, you just kind of have to figure it out one way or another. And as soon as I do, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> what did you think of, because uh, you moved up from uh, middleweight to light heavyweight, how do you feel? You know, I feel about the exact same, a little happier during camp, though. Uh, in the in the octagon, I was actually bigger at 85 in the octagon than I am here at 205. Really? Yeah, which surprised me. I, I'd walk into the octagon about 217-ish, 215 after at 85. Um, yeah, at 205, I'm still about 217. I, I might hit 220, uh, but I'm right around the same.
4: Well, when Matt arrives, I think he's coming shortly. We will talk about the fights. But, you know, when you look at D.C., like I had picked. It's very hard to pick against um, Stipe, Mietzic, when he's the heavyweight champion. And it's hard to pick against D.C., no matter what weight he's fighting at. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he was undefeated at heavyweight. But, I mean, he was fighting pretty much 40 pounds heavier than he had fought in a while. Mm -hmm. So I took Stipe by decision. And when you see Cormier move up, he'll probably defend against Brock, uh, so that light heavyweight division now, it seems like it has a little bit more room to move around in. So that kind of make you want to stay there more.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I look at the rankings and uh, DC. He fought my coach Dan Henderson. That was not a good fight for Henda. And so that 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 fight, if ever I you know I win, I get to that title shot. Uh, just knowing what he did to a guy that that beats me up pretty regularly would be something i'd have to overcome oh you still train with henderson uh, yeah yeah, still train with hendo um even though he's retired he, he's the most dangerous man in the world for about three minutes he is and, right he, yes but for those three minutes he will beat anyone on this planet
4: yeah i mean he went up in weight to fight uh fedor i mean how much did he put on to fight or what did he just as normal walk around normal
2: weight. He, he's the he's the funniest guy he never really caught weight he, he, he when he fought dc i think he weighed in at 202 or something and that's just about what he walked around at he fought fedor he he's I'd check, but I'll bet you he was 205 maybe uh, on the scale. Uh, he's just that guy. He's stronger than humans should be. He I is, mean, right? He is. He's... he's, he's a dying breed, of fighter. They're, they're just not built like him anymore.
4: Yeah, he's the type of guy who's. He looks like his hands smell like gasoline. <laughs> <What was that? laughs> Fucking Dan Henderson. Uh, yeah. He he looks like just one of those rugged outdoor guys who will just beat you to death in a parking lot. Like that's 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 what Henderson reminds me of. So he's one. Of, I guess one of those rare exceptions because you know he's fought at, at a few different weights and he's just he's effective at every weight he fights. At. Yeah,
2: you know they say pay, they always talk about the pound for pound, pound for pound. Who's the best? Who's the best? And it's always people that never change weight classes. And I, I think for pound for pound weight class. It should You have to fight in more than your weight class. Uh, so now DC, I think DC is the pound for pound. I, I think I think he is. Uh, Hendo, he would be high on that list because he's fought everywhere from 170 in Pride to Fedor. Right. Uh, and so he, he should always be on that pound for pound list just because he fought wherever somebody asked him to fight.
4: Yeah, when you, when you look at a guy like DC, I mean, it's really difficult to not say he's the greatest because, I mean, Demetrius Johnson's amazing, but he's only fighting in his weight class, yeah. and he's, he doesn't seem to want to fight TJ even at one, uh, 125. So uh, you have to give it to DC. The fact that he went up and beat a guy, like a, a champion
2: in his prime, I mean, DC, I mean, Steve like, is not a guy on the way out. Yeah, no, no, yeah. By, yeah, by no means. I, I had actually picked Stipe like you for for the the, the decision. I, I thought, honestly, I thought DC was going to gas. I thought he gained too much weight too fast, and yeah. then he weighed in a little heavier than Stipe even. I, I thought he was going to get tired, and he never got a chance to. And
0: what did you think of, uh, and again, we
2: may cover some of this when Matt gets here. Yeah, I'm yes. going to say
0: this. So Matt, uh, apparently his car took him north as opposed to south. So Matt's on his way, but he's going to be a few minutes. But it wasn't on okay. Matt. It was his driver. It so was, the, it was of, the driver. Yes, yeah, yes it was. It
4: was. So that driver really really fucked up. Yeah. Because <laughs> mad. the guy, he told him at 10 minutes. That's where we had Sam waiting. And he's 10 minutes. And then I texted Matt. He goes, this driver's not very good.
1: Uh, <laughs> which, which means Matt's about a second away from strangling the guy in the vehicle like yeah. fucking Johnny Ola.
2: Um, Get your uh, cameras ready. We're filming this, too. Yeah, when he walks you... <laughs> in. So,
4: uh, um, oh, no, Carlo got choked. Oh, no. That's all right. We'll, we'll cut it out. No, I'll leave it there. Let me be humiliated. Um, so, yeah, DC, the fact that he put on all that weight... And, uh, and he still looked really good. Now, I don't know how that would have been in the third and fourth round, how that mm-hmm. would have, uh, but, man, that's that short right. It didn't even look like it was the cleanest right. I mean, it, didn't yeah. it look like it kind of hit him on the side? It, yeah,
2: it, it didn't look super clean. I, I missed it until I saw the replay. I, I couldn't yeah. figure out why what, what hit him, but it, it, it hit him. I mean, and honestly, I, I always say a bad punch that lands is a great punch. Sure. Uh, so it was it was a great punch, even if it wasn't.
4: <laughs> but to see Stipe drop like that, like that's not a guy you see normally – you know what I mean? Yeah. Just collapse like
2: that. I mean, he was pretty much out cold on his feet. He was, and I'm a guy. I like late stoppages, and this fight was it was stopped properly. It was it was stopped. His head was bouncing off the cage or off the mat with every punch. You like a late stoppage? I do. I do. I want to give. <laughs> I do. I, you, you know, uh, uh, Henderson and Shogun. That fight just won Hall of Fame. It's the greatest fight in right. the history. And under today's rules, it might have been stopped in round one. That's right. And I I want. I know what I'm risking. Every fighter that steps in the cage knows what they're risking. Give me the opportunity to come back. I probably won't come back. Most people don't come back, but they might. And then you get a Shogun versus Henderson.
0: Or a Chuck Kongo. uh, uh Bat Bat Barry,
2: Barry, yeah. yeah. Or a Shogun versus Henderson, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or or uh, a 10-8 round. I, I hate 10-8 rounds, too. But um, I always say Frankie Edgar and Gray Maynard. That was yes. a 10-8 round. Anything shy, that's not. In the first. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that fight could have been stopped and you would have taken away. I mean, two great. Fights if they would have stopped. It's that.
4: fun, but it's just funny to hear like an active fighter go. I like a late stoppage. Yes, <laughs> G-
2: give them, give them a chance to fight back.
4: Well, Mario Yamasaki got in trouble. Who, who was the who was he, uh, fighting Chris? Do you remember? You might remember the who was, and he said he was letting her be a warrior.
0: Oh, uh, it was Priscilla Casavera against uh, Valentina. Actually, that's right. And, and Shevchenko was beating her pretty badly,
4: and he, and he said he was. Giving her a chance to be a warrior, and Dana went crazy. He's like, "That's not your job. Your job is to protect the fighters." Uh, do you think? Have you seen them go on a little bit too long? Where you're like, "All right, you gotta." Like when uh, Rogan starts yelling for them to stop it, like usually you can tell it's it's pretty much over.
2: Every now and then, but it's usually like if the ref doesn't see he's out, it's usually chokes is Where I'll see go on too long is where you just can't quite tell if he's out there. There was a, that on Friday night there was there was a late choke stoppage. Like he was out for. A second or three longer than, than even the ref knew. I, I don't remember who it was. I'm looking, but at, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Alex Caceres. Bravo was a great fight, by the way. Uh, it was. was.
0: It wasn't. Uh, was it the Luis Pena uh, that he might won by guillotine? Is that what yeah, you're yeah.
2: About? It was the guillotine. Yeah, and it was. I was watching, and he was fighting, and then all of a sudden he wasn't fighting, and it was two or three seconds later, and then the ref kind of lifted the hand and saw it flop back down. Um, and, and, and so I'll see that more often than I'll see that. The, too many strikes, and then you'll see uh, Matt's guy actually. Uh, Matt Serra's yeah, guy,
4: Marab, uh, yeah. in Atlantic City was fighting. Uh, who was he fighting? I don't remember who he was. My memory is going. But uh, he was it was it was ten seconds. The oh, threw, Ricky Simone he, he threw a choke on him, yeah. and um, he never tapped. It. It didn't look to me like he went out. His eyes were open the whole time, mm-hmm. and they stopped it on the buzzer of the third round, and they called it a stoppage win. Uh, but I th- I thought that was a terrible. Stop! It was like it was at the buzzer. He mm-hmm. survived.
2: Yeah, yeah, I and yeah, I I I, I hate I hate bad stoppages. I you do. do right. I do. I really do. It just you put so much work, and I know how much work you put in for every fight camp, and to have it you know go like that, it just have it taken from you. I I always joke. Uh, Derek Brunson, he beat me up for two and a half minutes, and then he stopped it too early. He said, I I pro- I would have loved to have gotten my ass kicked for another two and a half minutes, uh, but I I. I'm still bothered. He um who was it? It was not Yamasaki Masagati maybe. Who, whoever Masagati was that said. one. He actually called me a week later and apologized. Did he really? Me. He did. He said it was I after rewatching I I should have let it go a little further. I was just wow, protecting. Okay. I said it's, you know, a week later I am ready to forgive anything, but man, I was pissed that night. He Said, "Let moment. me take my ass whooping. it's I've, I've earned that." You were okay when he stopped it. you weren't looking forward to me stopped? I, I was not. I was completely coherent. Nothing was landing. It was it was it was a stoppage that I didn't agree with, but you know what I, I I was getting my ass kicked for two and a half minutes before before that. Once in a while, I guess it will happen too,
4: where it looks like. Like, a lot of times with Roy Nelson, it would look like he was getting his head kicked in. But those shots were landing kind of clean. They weren't landing 100% clean. He was kind of going with punches. So maybe sometimes
2: it looks like you're getting murdered.
4: But it's like, no, these punches are not actually doing the damage you think
2: they're doing. Yeah, and you know the the, the gal fight you were just talking about eh, that um, Dana, Dana got upset with? Oh, the Yamasaki? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it should have been stopped either I didn't think the punches were there were a lot of them landing but they weren't like that killer like right. if, if they hurt that much you could have tapped you could have tapped to strikes that's true uh, sometimes you'll see the big thumping ones where you just you know loosen their brains and maybe they can't tap because they're they're not in control of their sure. body right then. but she could have tapped
4: yeah like I mean you look at Juana uh, against
2: Rose in that first fight
4: no one saw that happening, a, tap, a, a, a losing, a tapping due to
2: strikes. I mean, I, I've seen mm-hmm. that
4: very few times in the UFC.
2: Yeah. Who, who was the other? Was it Shogun, another title title holder that tapped to strike? Shogun to Jones? or No, because Shogun didn't lose no, to No, it was just recently no, actually I think Branch, Branch didn't, didn't, against, Branch against Rockhold, Wasn't too. It? No, yeah, Shogun beat Machida. Yeah, Jones he did lose Shogun. to Jones, that was, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. at that fight. I was sitting behind Shogun's family.
4: It was weird just to see his family crying. You know, I, I don't know if I'd seen anybody lose a championship in person. Yeah, it was really sad. You know, no. like, I wanted Jones, but then you see his family devastated. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> they love him. They love the poor guy. <laughs> now look, UFC featherweight Brian Ortega loves the fight. We all know that he loves the strategy. But here's something you didn't know. Guess what else he loves? I know what. Toyo tires. Yes. Because like Brian Ortega, Toyo tires are as tough as they come, and they're the official tire of the UFC. There's a lot to love about Toyo tires. Proven on and off-road capabilities, aggressive design, tires for any weather, and the toughness to back it all up. There's a confidence that does come with tough tires. So look, no matter what you're driving, no matter where you are going, you can
3: count on Toyo Tires. I'm trying something different. I love it. Toyo tires.
4: Tough people love tough tires. If you're tough, these are the tires for you. The next time you need tires, ask for Toyo, the official tire of the UFC for a reason. Learn more at toyotires.com backslash UFC. That's toyotires.com backslash UFC.
1: Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.
4: After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a six hundred ninety nine dollar value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. So, do you have any fights coming up, or do you have anything uh, scheduled?
2: nothing nothing right now. i uh, was still kind of hoping for Corey Anderson, but uh, my wife and I were adopting some kids or trying oh, nice. to. Yeah, we we've been doing it for a minute, and uh, this last camp, kind of everything came. It's, it was hard this last camp, so I'm going to take a minute to, to really just focus on getting that squared away, and ho- hopefully we can bring that little girl home this, this year. Oh,
4: nice. So you ha- how many kids do you have?
2: I've got three of my own. We're trying to adopt one, and then we just became foster able too. So we're going to look at fostering a, a oh, wow. child just, as well. Oh wow! You
4: like having a big family.
2: I do, and they come with me to every fight. Uh, it's killing me that they're not here this week. Really? Yeah, they, they're at every fight. They've been everywhere around the world. Hey, funny story. My, my middle child, Ival, uh, we we waited to his till his due date and she she was he didn't come so we induced because i had a fight in australia 2 weeks later so we induced labor because we had to get him a passport before we left that <laughs> so, is amazing so at less than 2 weeks old he flew with me to australia that uh, be my that would have been dan kelly how did he uh fare on the flight cuz people were always scared to take the baby the first time on a plane M- my kids have always been terrible in the car and great on the planes that's better oh uh, that they, they, they just kind of go up there and they crash immediately my my little girl uh I was still in the MFC when when I had her and she flew up at a month old to to Canada with us. Uh, And now my my youngest, he went to might have been Mexico was his first fight, Mexico City against uh, not Rashad, but uh, Nicholson.
4: And uh, okay, so they did well on the plane, but two Mm -hmm. months old. How much can you sleep at two months old?
2: Apparently a lot. As long as they're not, my my little girl never slept. My my little girl was colicky for the first four or five months. She was terrible, uh, but my other two they just they slept <laughs> the entire flight, like the entire time. They'd wake up and they you know put a boob back in their mouth and they'd fall right back asleep. It was, how many it was kids? Great. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Uh, I have an older brother and a younger brother.
4: Okay, so you all oh, you're the middle. Okay, yeah. Did that give you? Is that true? what They say like, there's all these weird identity things that come with being in the middle.
2: I you know uh, my my older brother is 13 years older than me, so I'm I'm the youngest of the second batch second wave or the oldest of the second batch yeah
4: so are you guys close or no
2: oh yeah yeah i talk to him all the time uh i mean they're, they're still in wisconsin where i'm out in california but yeah we talk all the time
4: have you had to fight uh because it looked like in, in in perry um uh paul felder uh chris my producer came with me and and said that he at one point thank looked you again like he, by the way what's that thank you again <laughs> huh
0: I said thank you again. Oh, oh you're welcome. welcome. Yeah.
4: Um, it was my date, actually. <laughs> yes. And he puts out, which was awesome. Uh, so the uh, the, the uh, Paul Felder did break his arm, or he th- they thought he broke his arm?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I can look it up right now. I mean, he was saying between rounds that he thought he broke his arm, but he was at the hospital, and he, had, he was getting stitches and everything. So I am not. I can double-check right now. But Yeah, he yeah, he took that fight.
4: I think he was supposed to fight uh, what well, was supposed to fight James Vick, but then they gave James Vick to Justin Gaethje because Yancy Madero's got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so now he just moves up, and he fights an animal like Mike Perry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at a heavier weight, and he did really, really well. I mean, I
2: thought Dick Perry definitely won that fight, though. I, I did, too, and I, I didn't think it was a split decision. No, uh, I didn't either. I, I, yeah. Um, there, there was uh, Friday night, there were some questionable split decisions as well. 10 Ten, eight rounds. that, But, yeah, I, I thought he won that fight. It, it went to split. It's like, Ooh, maybe, maybe the judges are going to get this one wrong. Yeah. But, um, no, they, they, they got it right. Even though it was a split, they got it right.
4: So, as a fighter, too, when you go to these, it's always fun to watch because everybody's kind of happy to see each other. Uh do, do you are are there fighters that you wanted to meet that you finally get to meet when you're at these
2: events that you walk up to, or do you try to play it cool? Uh, no, I'm a big nerd. I, I love <laughs> when I meet someone, I like Matt, every time I see him, I say, oh, Matt, I'm a huge fan. You're, you're fantastic. <laughs> good work, you know, subduing that yeah, guy yeah, yeah. the other day. Uh, and then he offered me a spot on here. so I'm glad I did that. Yeah, it was, uh,
4: it was good seeing you the night before. Yeah. I'm like, man, Sam, that Sam, was great. And, uh, you know, Matt loves having guys on too. It's, it's harder in New York to get guys in studio because
2: everybody's out here or they're oh, in L.A. or they're in Brazil mm-hmm. or wherever they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you ever want me back, I'll fly to L.A. I, I, I. No, I we came it. in New York. Oh, I mean New York. I'll fly from L.A. to New York. Yeah, yeah. So I, anytime you want me, let me know. I'll get over there.
4: How do you guys too when you're not fighting and you're like you're in a layoff? I was thinking of Jones on the way over because again he's had his his problems. But I'm like, how the fuck is he making money? I mean, like maybe and is he doing endorsements? So what do you do in the off time? I mean, you have to live off what you've made, but are you out doing? Uh, I mean, are you are you training people or how, how are you surviving?
2: I I run the the Amateur MMA at my gym and the kids MMA at, the, at well I say my gym Hendo's gym. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm the the head coach for the the kids and the amateurs and I, I work a ton with the pros. So you'll see me working with Curtis, Chris Curtis, and Tom Galicchio and, and a lot of those guys. Um, and now that I've gotten my Lockhart and Lee certification, I'm, I'm going to start doing a little bit more of that too. What will that enable you to do? Uh, It's just the nutrition, helping people cut weight, how to do it, what you're looking for, how to rehydrate them properly. Uh, It was really really interesting and, and I'm very happy I did it. What's an unhealthy thing people do to cut weight? uh they do too much they do too much yeah they also distilled water you want to get away from the distilled water that does nothing for you every it's a old wives tale and that that's pretty bad for you another one that's actually real bad for you is uh when they're taking their baths they'll put alcohol in the water um like rubbing alcohol that's real bad for you too is it yeah, yeah. Um, you'd have to ask Lockhart exactly why, but he said, no, well, you know what'll happen, bro, is uh, <laughs> what'll happen is you'll put the alcohol in and it'll, you know, it'll combine the wrong way and it'll actually put you into, you know, septic shock. He said, ooh, oh. people, people, hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he, he said, stay away from all alcohol there. So do you think the mineral water is or distilled water it's because it has no
4: minerals in it and it will suck minerals out of your body. Doesn't it do that? Like if you're sick at the end of being sick and you drink like distilled water, it pulls a little bit of that last bit of minerals out of you.
2: Yeah, what would what, um, they finally I've always looked for the words, but they finally put it to words this last week. I, they said, you're not cutting weight until Thursday night. Uh, if you're weighing in on Friday, the rest of the week, you're just priming your body to be ready to lose water. He said, if you lose water and you're not ready to, your body starts creating all these hormones to, to, to absorb the water, to hold on to it, to not let it go. And then you're trying to, you know, squeeze water out of a rock. Um, he said all week long, it's, he's, he's run my cuts a few times and I eat all week. Um, Thursday, I have, you know, six meals on Thursday, the day I'm cutting weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the water just falls off me. Uh, the salt that you eat in your diet is what keeps that water in. Um, so, so people that have salt in their diet they'll, they'll go to bed at 211 they'll wake up at you know 209 they'll lose something but not much right. and that's just natural you've got salt that week you get rid of all salt I mean nothing you boil your chicken um, everything you're doing is saltless and then you're drinking a ton of water which helps get rid of whatever salt was in you in there yet so you are drinking more
4: water the week of
2: all week, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I, I hold the lockhart record. I'm better than four gallons in a day. Wow. Yeah. So all you doing is pissing. Uh, yep. Oh, and that's the other thing. All night long, I'm up pissing. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of get up, stumble over, come back, pass out again.
4: How is it the night before a fight? Can you sleep? Because I'm such a shit sleeper. I'm amazed how anybody knows they have to fight the next night. How do you get yourself to go to sleep?
2: uh I, i'm the most chill dude you'll ever find i i love this sport i never intended on being a fighter uh it just kind of fell into it and said oh, okay i'll do that and so i never had i never had those nerves with me so me i i just pass out like a baby really so yeah sometimes don't backstage that. i'll sleep backstage back until it's time to warm up um, i'm i'm i i just it's always been something i did for fun that now they pay me to do it so you're relaxed. Even if you're going face a guy like Derek Brunson, you're pretty comfortable going yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Derek Brunson, Volante Rashad Evans. Rashad was one of the – was if I was going to get nervous, Rashad was one of them because I, Rashad's awesome. I, I've looked up to him for, for as long as I've been watching, fighting. Yeah. Um, and he's just, he's always been so entertaining. It is weird to fight, to
4: love a guy like that, and all of a sudden, like, you have to do what you have to do. Like, now you wonder what's mm-hmm. going to happen with DC and Kane, because Kane was backstage, uh, mm-hmm. that like, he looked massive last night, too. <laughs> and and DC does not want to fight, him. Brock is going to be the next heavyweight fight. But what happens if DC wins that fight? Does he retire? If, I mean, Kane, maybe Kane has a warm-up fight first.
0: Yeah, well, DC was talking about it at the press conference last night. He's like, absolutely, I will never fight Kane Velasquez. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. And that's why he went down to light heavyweight to begin with. You know, mm-hmm. so this sort of... He probably would have stayed as a heavyweight DC if Kane wasn't in the picture. Brock is next and then he said he might um you know try to defend the light heavyweight title and that's that's about it unless John Jones is back, you know, before March. Are they March. just that that's close not... him and Kane? Yeah, I mean... they're like brothers. I mean, you know. Yeah.
4: Wow. I guess so. I guess that some guys can do it though. Some guys can
2: turn around and fight somebody they Is there anybody you wouldn't fight? Uh, you know, Sean Strickland, in wrong weight class and all that, but He's on. He's a massive seven year. He should be an eighty fiver. And, and me, I could if I needed to, I could go back down. But he, he's someone I, I. We've been training together for so long. I just don't want to fight him. And I love fighting my friends. But he's. he's oh, you a do. Trainer. I would love fighting my friends. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Jesse Taylor would be another one if ever we were to meet. Uh, I've trained with him for so long. I just, I, I wouldn't. I, I it would be weird for me that it one. would be. Yeah, but every call it is like, well, if you're my friend, that's why. That's why I want to fight you. That's why I called out Gian Vellante. I met him once and I liked him. I said, yeah, let's let's fight, buddy. This would be great. I, I'm gonna make money. You're gonna make money. Win or lose, we're gonna make money. I don't want. Some dickhead to make money fighting me. I'm, people I like, they, I, I'll fight those guys. What an
4: interesting philosophy, Sam. Like, you like late stoppages and fighting your friend. <laughs> That's a horrifying smile. If I could have a late
2: stoppage while fighting a friend, that would be great. <laughs> but, but it's easy for you just to turn off the friendship thing when you're fighting. Yeah, for 15 minutes, I'm going to try and kill you. And if I kill you, I'll apologize after. But as soon as that 15 minutes is over, it, it's, you know, yeah, let's go get you know, let's go get some sushi or something. But you'd rather fight a guy
4: you like. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're, we're both going to make money. I don't want to make I don't want to make someone I don't like any money. What
4: did you do before you fought? Uh,
2: I was in college. Uh, like I said, I didn't grow up watching the UFC. Didn't grow up watching boxing. I wasn't in kung fu or anything. I I, I, I was taking weapons kobudo, so I, I could use a bow staff for for a minute. I don't remember how now. And I play, I played trumpet. I was semi professional trumpet player. So. Uh, Everyone else made money. I never made any money. No. Yeah. Uh, And so I I started fighting because someone said there was a cage. She said, I'll do that. And I I lost my first one. I said, I'll give it another shot. And then I won and I won and I won. But you stepped in with no training and just Oh, no training. I wasn't training until I was like four and one as a pro. Um. Yeah, I I didn't know about it. I didn't know it was something to do. Um. Uh, this is fun. So my my I lost my first one. I won my second one as an amateur. Won my third one. Then somebody said, Hey, you want to go fight in Russia with this team? I said, Okay, let's go to Russia. So it was me, four other fighters, and a coach. We went. Three fighters lost. I won. Awesome. Uh, we got back on a and it was all amateur. Although I got paid for it, but it was I got. I had to pay for my ticket too. Right. It was I was told the time is amateur. Okay, uh, so got back on like a Sunday on like Monday. He said, "Hey, there's a heavyweight tournament up north. You want to do it next weekend?" I said, "Okay, let's do it." So went up and there's three fights in one night um, for King of the Cage. Actually, won the first one, won the second one, won the third one. Uh, won won them all by knockout. And uh, he said, "All right, here's a thousand dollars. Fantastic! And we're going to give you a contract. Uh, you can be a pro now." And I thought, "Whoa, I'm I'm going to get paid to be a oh." You guys are stupid. I would have done it for free. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll do that. And at this point, still never watched the UFC, never watched anything outside of this. I kind of started training a little bit just myself. Sure. I, had, I was in college. So me and my buddy uh, Jordan Winsky, who's going to be in the UFC real soon, um, we went out, we just worked on the football field for three months, went out, I won my debut He said, Oh, cool, cool. Uh, and they offered me more fights. I said, Maybe I should start training. So this, the, the gym that I was doing my weapons stuff with I said, Hey, can I use some of your mat space to train for this? And said, okay. And so I started a team. And- well, a, what was the
4: first guy you ran into? Well, you're like, uh, like, you know, after Derek Lewis, I think, uh, I don't know if we covered this on the air or off the air, but the press conference uh, was talking about how he gave... I like Derek Lewis because he'll give an honest assessment. Uh-huh. He's like, that fight sucked, or he knew he wasn't uh-huh. great against Ngannou. He's, he's, I guess he hurt his back early.
0: Um, yeah, he was really honest about he, it. He was saying he... You know, his doctor told him he's got to lose probably 20, 25 pounds, he's, and he admitted himself. He's like, I got to learn some more techniques because that was a terrible situation you know he could have taken and down but he wasn't really sure how to do that so he was very honest in his assessment
4: yeah watching two guys like that who basically you see two giant heavyweights both of who could just punch you through a wall <laughs> they're probably both afraid of getting one landed on them because i think they both know the other guy can put him to sleep
2: yeah yeah uh, especially i mean lewis i especially he knows he's seen ogano i mean take the soul out of overing with that with that one punch. Uh that that makes me nervous. I'm not even in, in his yeah. weight class. <laughs> um so, so that there, there was that one. Nogano I, I think he was scared of gassing because I mean Derek Lewis isn't known to be a huge power puncher. I mean he's he's Derek Lewis is Derek Lewis. Right. Everyone loves watching him fight. But he's not that same one punch knockout like Nogano. So I I got the feeling that Nagano was scared he was going to gas after after gassing Stipe? his last fight. Yeah, but yeah, you
4: know, he only had a three round fight against a guy who's not nearly as physical as Stepe was. Yeah, I was surprised he just couldn't seem to get comfortable in, in a place to think. Like he, he seemed like he couldn't figure Lewis out, but Lewis wasn't doing much. I mean, he was just kind uh-huh. of standing there in a boxer stance, right. throwing a few kicks here and there. Mm-hmm. That was a really bad fight. It was.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless Nagano was looking to. Counter punch and because Lewis hurt his back he wasn't able to throw as much as he wanted and then they just kind of got stuck um, Looking at each other, but yeah, it was that was a tough fight. Well, you still got yeah,
4: it's like, you know when you look at Woodley um, Damian Maya how few punches were thrown Mm -hmm. there, but at least you knew why Right. You're like, Look, he's well, there was twenty to...
0: something takedown. Attempts.
4: Yeah, exactly. He was doing something. He was right. trying to make uh, you know push this fight forward. And Lewis was was is throwing a few kicks, but I, that kind of was that was stunning. I, I called it was me and gone to a second round knockout. I'm like the first round they probably feel each other out. Nobody wants to get knocked out in the first right. round. But that was like Jesus Christ. What are you guys doing? Like especially Lewis, where you're like you know you want a title shot. Are you are you thinking that everyone you fight like the implications of this fight? Like I can't just win. I have to really. I have to put this guy away because then I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna bump, jump up in the rankings.
2: You know, I, I am now. When I was at eighty five, I, I say that was I just wanted a legacy. I wanted something lasting, and and I got it. I got the most fights in a year. Uh, How I, many? I, I six. I tied Cerrone, but I got there two months faster than him. Wow. Uh, and I, I was gonna do it, but before my my last fight with Talis, Talis Latis, I uh I tore. Everything in my ankle, the syndesmosis ligament in the back of my, my left ankle. And so that camp was, I, I probably should have pulled out, but I wanted that record so bad. You wanted the record. I did. So like the last month of camp, I was just swimming. Um, and the, the, then the first daggone kick he threw hit my good leg, rolled my back ankle, and that was the fight. So, oh, I just dragged that back foot around the rest of the. But, but anyways, I, I tied the record. I may not have been as impressive as as cowboys because I think he won all but one of them, where I lost two of the the six. Uh, but it was I got I got that, and I was the guy that I'm always fighting right now. I'm the most active fighter since 2013, and all that's because I had my 85. But I, I moved up. I, I'm taking every fight. Sp- Seriously and smart now. I say like I know what I need to do. Um, I want to do it, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna get that title. We you know I so, we we spoke a little bit the
4: other night, and you raised a really interesting point. We were talking about weight cuts, and I think what was the stat you gave of the 20 people who missed weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all the, but two.
2: Yeah, the, now with Chiesa of of the 21 people that that have missed weight, uh, only three of three people have ever lost, and it was uh, Romero, Chiesa, and me over in Poland.
4: Yeah, but so the guys who missed weight, who came in heavier, have won 18 of the 21 fights. Yeah. So really those that, that couple of pounds really makes a huge difference, and maybe you just that teeny bit you don't beat your body up the night before the weigh-ins.
2: Yeah, I I think that that must be it, or. I would like to I would like to see it who all those names are because maybe they weren't supposed to win the fight to begin with, right. um, so I, I, I'm not sure about that. I just know I, I was happy when Romero lost because the list was just me for, for 20 <laughs> fights, so so now I get to to sh- spread my my shame around a little bit. <laughs> oh, and he lost to uh, to Whitaker. Yeah, to Whitaker. Yeah, oh,
4: that, and then it just happens again. And it, it's funny with uh, Chiesa Pettis. That was to me. I mean, Stipe was shocking that it happened in the first round, mm-hmm. but but uh, Pettis winning. In the second, like that, was was pretty surprising too. Because Pettis, you just think like, all right, he's kind of maybe he's seen better days. Then he comes back mm-hmm. and he looks as good as he looked five years ago. Yeah,
0: that yeah. was turned back the clock. He looked great. He looked great. Great. He,
2: he he really did. Uh, I I had picked him to win before he made weight, and Chiesa didn't. Then I'm just I'm gonna play the odds. He said, I think I think is gonna win because he missed weight. Well, I took uh, Chiesa
4: to win, but I, I I but during the as they were being announced. I, I saw him doing. He was doing. He was doing like the fun thing with Bruce Buffer, mm-hmm. and I said he's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pettis is going to beat him. It <laughs> yeah. was a weird moment where I saw like he's having. I don't know why, but man, Pettis is Pettis is, is like in the position now where he has to win. Uh uh-huh. I, I don't know. He P- looked just too happy for me. Maybe that was a stupid thing of me to think, but it. Yeah, I, but you it, were right though. It, yeah. it worried yeah, me for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was, it, it was an impressive performance by by it was of, a, and especially he, with, he rocked him. I mean, with point 0. zero seconds left in the the first, that's right. And that's like, ooh, that one hits solid, and it, it didn't look like it should have hit solid. Uh, he popped up, shook his head, which of course means it did hurt a lot. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. So that waving off or it didn't hurt means nothing. Yeah, right? no
2: no, it, it means something. It means it means that hurt a lot. He said, "I'm just gonna try and sell it to the judges." Oh, uh, that's for the judges. I, 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 that's. I don't know that I've ever done it, but in my head, that's what I would do it, do it for.
4: Okay, because they, they they know the other fighter knows how hard he just hit you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The, the other fighter knows that it connected. Okay, um, that's for the judges. Yeah, it, it, when I corner guys, I, I yell tons of stuff for no one else but the judges. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I and I don't know if it works, but in my head it does. Uh, I was cornering Chris Curtis. It would have been two fights ago over for the uh, over in the East Coast for his, his type of CES for the, their champ, and uh, he Curtis is similar to me as we don't check kicks all that much. Uh, we we. Go roll with it, but we don't check that much. And this kid, I mean, landed like, his kick, and it was like his leg went up. And said, like, "Yeah, beautiful check, Curtis. Oh, that hurt his foot even. Just because maybe the judges heard that and thought, you know, maybe it was a check. Maybe Sam saw it and I didn't. Uh, just a little, little something."
4: I would have never. Yeah, they
0: that. say that Greg Jackson does that a little bit, and like John Kavanaugh, like they'll they'll just say, "Oh, great job." You know, it's just for the benefit uh-huh. of the judges, even if it's nothing. They just try to kind of put that out there that it's going Because
4: I've wondered a few times. I've watched, and, and I'm close enough to see the hear that the guys are yelling. And I'm like, they yell, "Beautiful, beautiful." I'm like, "Beautiful." What are you talking about? He just—he almost caught a kick and he didn't even catch it. It was terrible. But i like, that makes sense now. They're yelling uh, it for
2: the judges. Y- yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. I'll yell. Uh, I'll yell stuff for the other fighter too. Like if if he's not bleeding, he's fine. He's like, he's bleeding bad, Curtis. He's bleeding bad. <laughs> said, "Oh, he's keeping, keeping bleeding. It's coming out fast." <laughs> just to make them hesitate for half a second, maybe, and give Curtis that that half a second shot to to land something. See, that's
4: all the stuff I didn't know. I know Matt said that Khabib said something to him because Matt was a cornering ally Quinta. And he said Khabib said something to him while he was uh... Uh, up against the case. I guess it was friendly. It wasn't it? Yeah, like
0: Khabib <laughs> told Matt like that was good advice or whatever. And Matt was like, shut up, Khabib. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: was good advice. Now, in, in your division now, uh, Khalil Roundtree, what amazing. I, I like him a lot. Against uh, Gokhan Saki, a, a, a tremendous first round. Yeah. Knockout. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Ka- I, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah.
4: Khalil. Uh, and, and again, who was it that he beat last time, too? Hey, he was on uh,
0: a he's coming lose. off a loss. I think he had Is a he? win before that. Yeah, I'll double check. Who did
2: he lose to then? I thought he was on a two fight win streak.
0: Let me see. I'm going to double check. I could be wrong. Let's see. Khalil's last fight before Gogon. Oh, it was a no contest, uh, uh, Michael Elektachuk, but he did lose that fight. And then he had a knockout over Paul Craig before that. Okay. So.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I like I like Khalil a lot. He's fun to watch. Uh-huh. Um, you know, everyone loves a knockout artist. Yeah. Everyone enjoys a guy putting oh, a yeah. guy to sleep with one punch.
2: Yep, it's it's they, they love it. And he he's got the he's got he still got the mustache. He does. Everyone remembers that. Yeah, he, he he's one of those guys. People people love watching him fight. So it was good to see him get get such a such a big win.
4: And one of our buddies too. I love Uriah Hall. He's a, he's a friend of the show. He comes on quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Uh, that that fight against uh, uh, Paulo Costa. I mean, just, he looked great too. And I'm glad Dana said that too. He said that that, that Uriah looked like the Uriah from The Ultimate Fighter. He just lost. I mean, he looked really good though.
0: Yeah, we liked it. I mean, because we were obviously pulling for Uriah. He's like, like Jim said, he's a, you know, he's always on the show. We're we're a, a fan of his. And he, I liked the way he started. He was just throwing that jab. He wasn't, uh, you know, getting backed up into the cage too much eventually, obviously that happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was, he, he had a great fight, I thought. And uh, and now, obviously, Paulo Costa looks like a real problem. He really is. A yeah. He's a big dude. So I saw him
4: back and he's a
2: big, big middleweight. Yeah. Uriah's a big middleweight and he yeah. looked bigger than Mur- uh, Uriah. He did,
4: um, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes you see these guys, like I was looking at Ke- uh, Kelvin Gastelum the other night, who congratulations on getting the uh, the next shot. Him and Robert Whittaker mm-hmm. are going to uh, coach uh, tough. And then uh, I think they meet in December.
0: Yeah, they said towards the end of the year because he's got to, um, you know, Whitaker's got to heal up from the, the Romero. Thing. Right, so they probably
4: figure yeah. the best thing to do is
0: get, at least get these guys some animosity
4: coaching against each other. And, you know, because mm-hmm. they're both pretty nice guys. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, not like Kelvin Gastelum and not like fucking Rob Whitaker. But you look at, Kelvin's not a giant guy either. Mm-hmm. And you look at some of these other, uh, uh, these other guys in that division, and, and, and like, you picture him like, maybe i am just not, never seen them together, but Romero seems like he's a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. than Calvin Uh, Gaston.
2: Yeah, uh, Whitaker's not huge either. No, it's true. Yeah, both those guys are 170 guys. I think it it might be a little bit of the sport evolving again where size isn't as important as uh, conditioning.
4: Yeah, I know, and I guess Hendricks was the guy we thought of a lot too, how he went up, and it really was, you could just see the the guys just, it was was just too much from the size, but for Mm -hmm. you it hasn't, you know. You don't seem to be concerned about it.
2: Yeah, you know, they're, they're not that much bigger than me. I, I always felt like I was a real big 85-er. Uh, I mean, you all see me fight. I'm not the most shredded 85-er that you'll ever see. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, yeah, I'm a little more uh, DC than, than a lot of fighters. Um, but I, I'm big enough to do it. I, I really... I, I'm as tall as most of them. I think Gustafson will have me, and uh, Ovince is massive. Uh, so those two are going to be OSP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- those guys are going to be mad, bigger than me. But everyone else, I'm going to be comparable to. Even uh, this last fight, Gian, he's a little bigger than me. But in the cage, I almost look bigger than him. Almost.
4: Do you think that gives you a speed advantage if you're a little smaller than somebody? Or um,
2: have- I will see. I, yeah, we'll we'll see. I think I was faster than uh, Gian, but we'll see if I'm faster than you know. If it happens, um, Anderson. Uh, and the rest of the card was really,
4: really good. Uh, a lot of three decisions. Uh, Melander um, beat uh, Griffin, and of course, I, I love the close, Fanata fight. I thought that was a great fight. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. And it's crazy now that um, Lando's one and three, or what uh, he's. Yeah, one, two, and he's got one draw in his last in his UFC career now. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean,
4: the, fir, I, well, the first loss was to
2: Ferguson. He fought Ferguson really hard. Yeah,
0: man. which man, that would have changed everything. He almost knocked out Tony Ferguson early. Well, it looks on like Matt fight. has arrived. He's arrived.
2: Oh, Hall of Fame is, alert. Is he, is he, do we all get to applaud him when he comes in? Yeah,
1: sure. Right? So, oh, oh, oh.
2: No, we don't have
0: any. No, buttons. you don't have a up today. <laughs> we don't.
4: No, that's their thing.
2: <laughs> hey, how you doing, my brother? No, no, head? you're good. We you have
4: guys, no headphones or anything. Uh, he's got Chris has got the monitors though. He's he's checking our levels. Uh, we just been kind
3: of talking about the card a little bit. Dude, what, well, first of all, wait, hold on. Boo, boo, this guy, not you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> dude, I was in the car for an hour. And a, 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 now I fuck. Now I have to clean up because Mrs. Produce is they in the room. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Hi, good to see you. I'm gonna be nice to him now. Um, a fucking hour. That's ridiculous. I was in the car for a fuck, Adam. Was I in car for an hour? An hour? You. We were talking. Adam were talking. You said ten minutes out, and that was. A, well, this guy, I he's, and, and he's—I feel big. He's a nice. He's dog. not a nice guy. If he's not
4: doing his job. No, well, he's not. he
3: fucked up for sure. And he goes, and I hear him telling the guy that uh, I hear him telling the boss or somebody on the phone because I had my headphones on. I go, dude, I was have my headphones on, but I—I I had it off at this point. So I, I hear him going, no, no, but he came out late. He came out, oh. I do mother. Hey, listen, I came out, ten forty-five. I was supposed to be there. I came out like fifteen minutes late, but. I'm in a car for a fucking. Hour. I would have been I'm ten minutes away from the place. That was did, did the, the guy, Red Rock is ten minutes away because we passed it last yeah. night. Did he use a GPS? So like, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's ten minutes. Yeah. Did, I'm sorry, sorry. did, did he, he use? Did he use a GPS? I'm
3: talking to Sam,
2: smiling. Sam. <laughs> did he use a GPS or no?
3: He had a GPS, but he said it was the wrong side of town. So when he's driving me, and I ain't been here before, but I don't know the exact way, but I know it's not in the fucking weeds. Did he's driving me off it? into the fucking <laughs> desert, dude. He goes, "Oh, is it like a remote spot?" So he doesn't know what I like. Oh. I go what? I felt like Joe Pesci in Casino. I yeah. think they're gonna fuck me, take me in the. Uh...
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. Sam. spoiler, but over. I'm here now. Well, we happy holy you're here. Shit,
3: that dude, that sucked. Yeah. Weird, weird few days, Jim. Yeah, man. And then the last show was a total shit show, Sam. Was it? Well, I liked it. It I'm sounded like... better
4: in. in post, no, it's it's, I'm not yes, talking about it the sound. I'm talking definitely... about like the
3: energy of just. If I we have a chance to interact with the fans of this show, like the guy, the, the people, the audience that like th- what we're doing here, mm-hmm. I want it because it's fun because everybody's so cool. It wasn't like that at all. They had the it, the the setup was where they do the autograph signing, like okay. that big tent thing. Yeah, yeah. But, so they had people right by the stage who couldn't hear us because of the echo. We couldn't hear each other that great. We had no headphones that were, so it's like we hear an echo, so that vibe wasn't great. Mm-hmm. They're talking amongst themselves right next to the stage because they couldn't hear us. Then there's a big gap of, for whatever reason, that there's no people. So there's other people far off. There was a drunk asshole, which I'm having enough of this week, <laughs> uh, yelling shit that, we security? Where's security? Adam No I mean, Adam that works for the UFC not <laughs> doing anything. I just see the only guy that works like that we yell
0: Christopher I think they were assuming that you were security considering you were doing yeah, it all week. Dude. Uh, Shit
3: went viral, Sam. It did. Ten almost ten million. Ten, ten million views on what, just yours alone? Yeah, Dane yeah, is a little That's crazy. We, I mean all these, no one, no one must be really pissed. The bounces all around the world, going. Do we do this shit every <laughs> day? Why is it so exciting for this little guy to
4: do this? I'll tell you, <laughs> why, because you held the guy down, but you you showed restraint. You uh, you didn't you didn't beat the shit out of
3: him, which you could have. I've been eating good, Jimmy. Have a, twix, I'm a twist, I'm having a because Sam. I feel like I deserve it. You do. I feel like you I, do.
2: I. It was a hard fight week. You <laughs> earned it <a> through <30 laughs> that. Wasn't weight, exactly a hard fight. To, yeah, everybody else had to, had to but. cut weight. You've earned it. Dude. What happened? But you guys were you were with your family? I was with my
3: family, and we were eating. You know, it's it was the night before I was uh, doing the whole Hall of Fame thing. But I'm not trying to get to that. If I had the applause button I'd hit it right. I would, I would <laughs> hit but it. But I'm for not you. trying to, it's not about me getting a comment. Uh so then no, so my we were talking about going to get they wanted to go to the fireworks. So we have some family in town oh, over the, they wanted to go in the I told you at yeah, Caesars true. they were doing something. And I'm like, dude, the fourth of July in Vegas, I know there's gonna be a lot of drunk people. Let's just hang out here at the Red Rock. Sam Alvey, have you been to the Red Rock? I have, I have.
2: We went to the Athlete Summit when uh, WWME owned it, I think, or took I, over.
3: I love, I love that place.
2: Yeah, it's so nice. Right. It's off it the is.
3: strip. And it's very relaxing. It's very like family atmosphere. Bowling alley near movie theater. It's like re- pools. It's a resort. It's beautiful. I love the place. So that's where we go when we come out here. Meet my family. So I go. You know what? Let's not go to the strip. I don't want to be bothered by. I don't want to deal with crowds and drunk people. Let's just hang out at a nice cozy Red Rock. That's what. That's the plans. Yeah. So we're eating at the cafe, and then this couple comes in that was just, just out of their mind drunk. Just fall down she passed out the second she was in there i did an instagram right before that a weekend at bernie's where she was just she he props her up and he puts a hat on her it was funny it was a
0: but so then Wait, the can guy, i just say it's funny because people put up the article like you know showing what you did and then they're like he also posted one before that we're not sure if that's related but yeah, oh, no,
3: <laughs> it was too funny so but the guy didn't see that so people were wondering if that why did the guy see you videoing and get annoyed no nothing like that so she passed out he left came back, left. But then he started getting really, really nasty to the staff. Like, just, you know, I've been waiting for 20 minutes. What the fuck? And just cursing. Was and he a big guy or no? Not too big. Not too big at all. Uh, Like, you know, a little taller than me, but who the hell's not taller than me? But no, not like a physically imposing guy. Just totally drunk, though. And loud, obnoxious, rude. Then he starts throwing stuff at the waiter as he's walking by, yelling again. No, yelling to the point where everybody's stopping and looking, you know, where it's like, so I'm like, look. So I, I see where this is bad. So I'm like, I tell my wife, like, we're almost done. Let's get the check, you know. My kids were starting to, you know, get nervous or whatever. So then my waiters, I was almost out of there. I was almost in the clear. My waiter's bringing me the check. And then he gets up and he goes after my waiter, like just yelling at him. I, You know, but I don't know. I can't do it justice. But it's just as a, just a drunk moron. And he has his fists clenched. And he was throwing shit at the other waiter. Now he's facing me and my family, who's right beating. The waiters right. in between us. So I'm thinking the guy's gonna throw something. What's up, Chris? It's fucking weird. He <laughs> puts his hand right he's puts his hand right in front of it. Like you do it. Could you hear me okay? Yeah, now I can. Yeah. So That's right. why I moved it. Um, if any closer, dude, I'm I'm blowing this You're thing. Good, I'm good. sorry. <laughs> I feel weird with with Molly in the room. Does everybody want, know that your wife's knows. in the room? Well now they do, yeah. Hit the applause <laughs> button for your wife. Woo, hey. All right, there you go. Good to see you. So he's drunk stock up. Okay, I'm back. Well, Jimmy's like, I got to go to the airport. I right, listen. So he's drunk and I'm, you know, I, something's going to happen. This guy's hitting something. Something's happening. This guy's hitting him or he's going to throw something towards him and my family's behind me. So so I stood up. The, the waiter's a little guy. this a little Chinese guy or whatever. You probably see him in the video. You know, very feminine. And so I'm thinking this guy's going to get beat up or something. So I stood up, and then he directed everything towards me. As soon as and, you stood oh, up? Oh, the second I stood up. at hey, you, I'll fight you <laughs> right away. I'm like, dude, this is a fucking amazing. So he took his shirt off. So then the second he took his shirt off, he, I don't know if he went to swing. or I just neutralized that shit. I just stepped right in, got him around his waist. My wife, <laughs> he goes, when well, you went in, I just thought that you were going to slam him. She goes, you let him down so gently. Yeah, I mean, dude, I ain't let him. He was like a. He just was like, he just like melted when I grabbed him. He's like ah, he like folded the jelly. So I got him around the waist, basic takedown. You know, I gave him a free l- jujitsu lesson. You put him on the ground. I put him on the ground. I mounted him, and you know he's. Did he have good defense? His his mount <laughs> defense wasn't. His escape, his elbow escape, and his trap and roll were not there. So then, the second I got him down, I actually told my sister, "I go start. I go film this." I go right away. That was my sister's. Sure. Okay. I, so I she, was gonna ask who, who filmed those? Was my it your sister. wife? Okay. And that's when that's so you got it from there, you know. And then you saw the rest, you know. I didn't. I'll tell you why. Like less than the drunk was that fat security guard who came over first, because he came over and he goes, "Are you restraining him?" Well, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I go, "Do you want to take over?" And he goes, "Okay, yeah. You know, get off him." I won't do it. You're gonna. I mean, the guys. the guys trying to. Do Whatever he can, which is they not said much. it looked like you
4: were restra- like you were so patient with him, it was like an adult restraining a child. <laughs> oh, no, the, really- the
3: guy wasn't doing anything, so I'm like, but I was very calm. So I'm telling the guy, I'm like, Do you want to wait until you get? Are you are you gonna are you ready to control him? I asked him, and then and I felt the guys getting nervous, the, the fat guy, uh, the fat security guy, yeah, because I could just see his body language. He, I, he looked nervous, he's yeah, he's like, Well, he's like, he's like, yeah, and then he started being aggressive, a little nasty to me. He's like, Well, get off. I go. Well, you want to wait for your for some more help? The guy's not. If there's like, see, by me getting off him, I have to let go of him. And this guy is. He's not like going to get knee on belly. He's not looking to jump. He, he, there's going to be a, time a gap. Lapse. Yeah, yeah. A a gap. Time, when I let go, where this guy's going to reach for my nuts to do so, I don't want to have to smack the guy. You know what I mean? Where if I let him go and the guy does something silly, I might have to smack the guy. You don't want to have to hurt him. No, I mean, it, everything was taken care of. But this, so this, this guy, so then he got to get nasty. He's just like, get off. And you see him like waving. So now I'm getting annoyed at this fucking guy. This guy punches me. This is going, this is a whole, this whole looking good for the martial arts thing is going this out. You know what I mean? If the fat guy touches me, I'm trying to, I'm doing his job. I took him down, dude. I got a bigger applause than I did at my fucking first GSP fight. You know what I mean? The audience erupted. They were still clapping by the time my sister started filming. Because the guy was, dude, the guy was as obnoxious as you can get. Yeah. Yelling, screaming, making a scene, being vulgar, you know. So that Just was a it. dickhead. Just a
2: dickhead. Total fucking dickhead. Now, what do you think he's talking about today? You think he's, oh, you know, I, I was trying to pay my bill. I was trying <laughs> to, And you know what, it was hot. I was taking my shirt off and this guy, he comes and scraps me. <laughs> well, I was
3: me. This it, it's like, it's <laughs> happening. Something that uh, was happening, Sam, his girlfriend or something was passed out in the booth. <laughs> passed out <in> the thing, <laughs> you know. But uh, hey, listen. Did he get arrested? Was, yeah, they they locked him up there. Good. Yeah, they oh well, they yeah, they brought him they put him in cuffs. Cause even after that, after I showed mercy on this guy, he's making awful vulgar thing faces to my wife and sister and so, Oh no, this guy is a piece of shit though. I'm so I'm happy. That this is out there because some guys when they drink maybe they just a different person. Well, this guy must. Have, I don't know about that. This guy, this guy, really seemed like a piece of trash. So I'm happy that the world sees
2: that because it did go viral. It's got to be very embarrassing for him. Very I hope embarrassing. Yes. yes. Do we know his name? I don't know. I mean, mm. the world knows his face. They he know his the face. face. And,
3: it's, it's so, and it really does sum up Jimmy. Because I always do tell you, what do I tell you for the street? You can't win because that's why I wanted it videotaped. Because, you know, what happens is, is in a situation, even an asshole like this, Sam, is, you know, even though he deserves to get possibly a lot, you know, maybe smacked or something, the winner, you know, goes to jail and the loser, the the, the way go loser, to? Goes, to the the loser hospital. goes to the hospital yeah. and the winner goes to jail. Yeah. So I know there was no winning and, and beating up this guy, but he definitely need to be, you know, subdued because he was going to hit somebody and mm-hmm. whatever. So... You know, the security... The other security guys game, they were cool. And they knew me. A lot of them knew me. Sure. You know, and the manager of that place knew me. I mean, the Fatini's owned that place, you know? And I go there every time I'm in Vegas. Of all,
4: but of all the people to fucking be a drunken <laughs> asshole around, yeah. a UFC Hall
3: of Famer <laughs> and Jiu-Jitsu. his jitsu It was, uh. was right next to my thing with my whole family there. I had my wife, my kids, my three kids, yeah, and, he's getting... and my sister and my nephew there. So it's like, dude, I mean, you know, so, hey... The guy was an ass, and it, it's good for, you know, it shows you that that uh, that jujitsu is such a. a- What's the martial art?
4: Was he hard to take down?
3: No. His his takedown defense wasn't great. (laughs) He he didn't give his back, though. He didn't didn't give his back. He didn't do that. He was going to F me up from there. It was so funny. (laughs) The commentary is great. And then the second... No, but it shows you, though, because the second I get off him, he's like, I'm pressing charges. Uh, That's why I'm like... The second he went from... I'm going to fuck you up. And then he gets up. I'm pressing... I go, dude, thank God. I didn't do anything to this guy. That's why I wanted a videotape. I go... I could say that I slammed him down or anything. Yeah, well, there's a whole
4: restaurant full of people that saw that, too. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't think this guy pressed his charges. He he, he lost. He was restrained, oh, gently yeah. restrained by a guy because he, he was getting physically. Aggressive. Yeah,
0: you did probably better for him than what would have happened if yeah. the security guards had to jump They would jump have, have panicked.
3: You mean if Jimmy was there? What'd yeah,
0: you, you were I wasn't gonna What'd say that. Punch
3: right in the fucking. We face? don't know that I'd waiter.
2: That waiter might have been like a kung fu master or something. <laughs> he he could have snapped. That waiter pissed me off too. <laughs> Why?
3: Because I straight up fucking was Batman to that little bitch, and he fucking didn't even back me up. The security came. I go, hey man. And he goes, you have to, you know, sign the bill. I have to sign the bill. Wait, they still charge you? I go, you? I have to sign the bill? I go, how about this? how about this? You guys are paying for my dinner. How about that? And my family's dinner. You know? I was pissed. Yeah, I don't believe I didn't like. I didn't like, because everybody in that restaurant knew how bad that guy was. And he was threatening. He threw shit at the other dude with the ponytail. And my guy, he was in his face, and he was just looked like a deer in headlights. So...
4: All heroes don't wear capes, Jim. <laughs> how good, how good does this feel though? To be able to, this is what I'm Tank tops, I the new cape. Your lives to me, like <laughs> and to be some able heroes to. heroes don't
3: even wear sleeves.
4: To be able to do that, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. to be able to restrain just an asshole. Like to me, that's got to be worth all. Like you don't have to hit the guy with a chair, and you don't have to worry that your family is going to be bothered because you know you can go over and just put this
3: asshole. You could out ask, of commission. You could ask Sam Alvey that. Why yeah, don't you?
2: yeah, yeah. As long as there's not two of them, yeah. as, as soon as yeah, there's I got, two, I got my money on you. If there's two of those guys, yeah. yeah. Probably, I mean, if there's probably. ten of those guys,
3: if there's I,
4: two of those guys, what do you? You have to really, really hit one
2: guy really hard, really fast. I guess is that what it is, just to make sure that it's one on one. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe just one punch, get them lined up. You just, <laughs> you know, it's nice to
3: to be able when you're a trained when you know how to, especially jujitsu, because like if I was. A world champion boxer, a kickboxer. and I didn't have a lick of grappling. You're gonna handle that situation. You might have to neutralize yeah. that guy, and you might have not have the other skill set to do it. You know what I mean? Or it's gonna get sloppy as hell. The worst, that's the worst thing in the world, the worst thing in the world is a, a sloppy grappling match if you don't know what the hell you're doing at all.
2: Uh, you, you, know? you know, and actually, if there were two, I, I'd probably be with my wife, and they'd have more problems with her than me. Oh really? I, well, I would, I would, I would, would like take one, do and do. she would, she would wreck the whoever was left. <laughs> yeah, she would wreck them. He trains. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's purple she's a better purple belt than I am. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she she's got heavy hips too. Oh yeah. Uh,
3: that's yeah. No, yeah, my my wife uh, I'm sorry guys, I'm eating a Twix. I was in a car for an hour in the desert. That
0: kind of <laughs> hey, oh, by the way, Almost I, died. I, can I just say, so Jim, you're going to have to go in like 5 yes. minutes. What? Sam, are you okay to like yeah, hang out a to bit go. Matt, Do you, you want to
3: Well, we can talk about some the fights. Well, some I'm
0: some saying, well if we let Jim go, do I you want to hang with Sam for a little while? You guys just chat for as long as you want. it's not the meant to have a driver, do you?
4: No, I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, okay. take me to fucking Reno. Um, <laughs> What's that? That drive. My guy's yeah. waiting for me. My guy is out there waiting for me.
3: What do you want to talk about until you're out of here? No, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm I'm happy to get that. Mm-hmm. So we ch-
4: we chatted about the fights a yes. little bit. Um, we talked about our buddy Uriah lost. Uh, it was a really good fight though. It
3: was a really good, fight. right? Yeah. I, I mean, that man, that was a pe- that's second round or third. Second. second round, it was the second. round. It felt like it, that felt like a long fight because of the stops. because he came in the dick, he twice punched him him He, he punched him, him and kicked him in his in his pee yeah. pee.
2: <laughs> and he looked custard looked Lady upset yes. that they stopped it both times. I don't know what you are talking about. I didn't just punch him in his dick. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? you yeah,
3: yeah, kind of did. He did look confused, didn't he? Say he did. It was like, like oh, a big, it's oh shit. big deal. It's and only his I dick.
4: I <laughs> don't know. did right? I don't right. know. Uh, shit. Dana gave Francis a pretty a good verbal. Oh beating he said that his uh was performance was horrible and that his ego got too out of control and definitely contributed to his now two fight losing streak. I mean, it's so dumb a guy who is that talented and like raw talent, that strong to, to let your ego get out of the way Because you knocked a bunch of people out It's like What do you think These guys aren't going to figure you out <laughs> I'm confused by that What do you mean the ego I guess he wasn't training hard enough Or doing other stuff Because he said He even admitted He underestimated Stipe no, First of all
3: it's the stupidest thing I ever heard I keep saying that it's You terrible. underestimate the champion That's knocking out everybody <laughs> yeah. But that right Sam? Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't
2: underestimate them the hell, who does it, You know Crazy And then um,
4: this time um, I guess he didn't train enough Your mic is down is my mic
3: fucking not good? You're it good. fell. No, you're good. You it just I, fell. I can't fucking touch the mic. No, you should leave it straight. Um, He's just throwing off the show. I can't attack him. No, his wife's in the room. But in God, she's
0: gonna have to come in the studio every she day. probably likes that. In
4: yeah. He was uh, he was really bad in that fight. Like I mean, he, just, he
2: just. Well,
3: kept... dude, he didn't throw a fucking punch.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah what, I don't, do you, what, what do you think that's he? about? What, Matt? I would
3: like to know in his head. Like, what do you? Third round, halfway through everybody's doing the fucking wave to fucking doing the... That was funny. It was funny. I've never seen anything like that. For people that weren't there, I don't know if they were commentating on it, but the whole stadium was so bored that everybody's like, ah, oh, let's do the wave. They're all doing the wave or, or the whole thing's going around. They, everybody had their phone they had lighters, the, Their flashlights, like the flashlights on. yeah. On like the, it was... I If you were going to point out the most boring fight like before, uh, which one's going to be the most boring? Nobody would have guessed. No one would have. I picked the second round
4: because I just thought, again, the one round of feeling each other out, throwing some jabs. But, I mean, that was terrible.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is I, there a – go ahead, Sam. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I, I was going to say I picked Lewis, but I didn't think I, – I don't know why I picked Lewis. It just kind of sure. – and it wasn't like that. That's not no. how I thought it. I thought it was maybe he'd be able to get hit once. I, honestly, a, I thought he could take a beating real well. Yeah. And that's what I thought. I thought he'd be able to take a punch, Nogano get – a little tired from a you know landing that punch and then Derek hitting him again. Um, I, he, I didn't see that coming though, and
3: he, he has the reach, there's no reason. I it looked like they were both almost waiting to counter,
0: right?
3: You know, like almost just respecting each other's power too much. Nothing was ever thrown with any type of. I mean, Black Beast did a couple of things, like he threw a couple of high kicks and right. stuff that was. But nothing would ever the intention of let's get in here, let's get, let's not like a Sam Alvey, you know what I mean? No, but you something, you know, they weren't like in there like drawing a line in the sand. You know what I mean?
0: It was. Wow. Well, Derek, Derek Lewis said in the post fight that his back was hurt. So he had a bit of an excuse there, and, and, which he didn't make. But he was just saying, you know, my back was locked up and it was tight. But for Francis not to throw anything, I, I like what you said. I think he probably was looking to counter. But because Lewis wasn't throwing a ton, then he just never had an opportunity to do that.
3: Yeah, you uh, can't wait to counter for no, 15 minutes. You got to well, at least about, at one point. How about yeah. you throw a feint, get right. the guy to react and then do something. I don't. The guy did, the guy did absolutely nothing. Nothing
4: yeah, it was a bad fight man. It's nothing it's literally it, the least fights any language ever, the least punches ever thrown. Is that it? I mean, uh, it, it was the record nah. was set by uh, I, I think it was Maya uh, Woodley. Oh, really? they, that they, was, they, they, they had I the suppose record
2: they would have yeah that oh. fight, that Maya Woodley fight, they took. I, I was one of the best takedown defense averages in all the UFC. Amazing. And then Woodley defended twenty five takedowns in one fight. Now I have no chance of ever yeah. having that oh, record yeah. again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it a wide margin from that?
3: What was the, the before that? Uh,
2: I I want to say I think I was at like I think I'm right now at like eighty five percent. I think I am takedown defense. And now it's right. now he, I don't know. I don't know what his is. I know I didn't. I've never. In my career, I have not defended 25 shots. Yeah, it was
4: it was incredible. And against a guy like Maya, I, I, they killed Woodley for that. He didn't throw enough punches, but I was really impressed with the fact that he was able to prevent Maya from taking him down. That yeah.
3: Sam, how do you feel now at 205? You're fighting at 205. Right? Yeah, yes, how sir. How do you feel? bad Is that was Gian your first fight at the
2: 205? No, that was my second then fight. I got second? Marcin Prak now was the first one. That was the big knockout. Gian was almost and then wasn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys,
3: you guys had your moments. Yeah. Yeah how do you feel you feel better at the 205
2: camp feels better the actual fight i feel about the same i'm I'm honestly i'm about the same size in the cage as i was at 85
3: right so like uh, you weren't really at 185 was was the weight cut just killing you
2: it was bad i i I walk around at about 225 at 85 i was about 225 today i'm about 225 i'm trying to get a little bit bigger for the weight class just so you know Ovince and Gustafson aren't so much bigger than me, yeah. but uh honestly, I've always been a bigger 85 and uh, that, that was, that was a hard camp. Because what does Ovince walk around at? He says 235, but I don't believe him because the guy's massive. Oh, uh, big. yeah. And, and Ovince, we We actually knew each other from an ultimate fighter tryout years before either of us were in the, U- the UFC. Oh, which one was that? We tried out. Neither of us made it on. He, ne- it would have been, I would have been like Seven and one at the time, so and I'm oh, thirty wow. and nine now, uh, so it was years ago. But we ended up we, we had a connection at uh, Colorado, and yeah. so yeah, we started talking because we both look like fighters, I guess, and uh. Uh, yeah, and we've kind of known each other ever since.
3: Why am I drawing a blank? Who do you just put to sleep?
2: Oh, uh, guy, the Tyson guy Pedro.
3: Tyson Pedro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, with the uh, with the straight yeah, on look with the Kimura. Yep, mm-hmm. that was impressive.
4: I gotta go. So what? I, mean,
3: I want to do a picture real quick. I just got I mean, here. I mean, yeah. You guys keep
4: talking. I just, I have to I got a flight back to do. Yeah. I got to do radio tomorrow, so I have to make my flight.
3: How long did you clock in before I got here? So I have an idea what me and Sam are going to do. Forty be doing minutes. Uh, yeah, we're at an hour now. So uh, well, me and yeah. Sam will talk a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. you guys I talk. Just, talk I just, I just got want. here. Say so, you mind, Sam? No, no, yeah. yeah. Bullshit with you a little bit about. Did you guys talk about the fights at all? Well, we did, but talk more about. it. We'll him. talk a little bit about some stuff, and then I'll let Sam get out. We here. got a Hall of
2: Famer. We got to get the Hall of Famers. You know, opinion. I didn't want to
3: be in a car for an hour for nothing. No, yeah, of guys, I, that's what I'm saying. We're right, right, we're so say goodbye to Jimmy, own, take a own. little break, and we'll be right back. Yes.
4: Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which could turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power-buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit, they give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive Rate Shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states.
3: NMLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030. All right, we're back. Jimmy jumped out. What a clusterfuck today. It is. I'm so happy I was so happy when we saw Sam at the event last night. First of all, and I know you guys talked about the fights. I had a great time. Did you have a good time at the fights? It was a night? great time. It, it yeah. was.
2: The, the fights were phenomenal. Were you it, watching
3: with was... anybody? With your wife? Uh, you no, actually, my
2: wife's back home for, for Fourth of July. She's been hanging out with my parents. Uh, I sat next to uh, Curtis Blades and ah, uh, like the Curtis. Stylebender.
3: It's so, man, I'll tell you, and you've been around. The, uh, when did you debut in the UFC, Sam? When was, it's almost four years. I think it's four years now, next month. Now, picture now, and you see the atmosphere. Like when we're backstage, that's when mm-hmm. I ran into you. And then Jimmy's like, Jimmy's like a, like a like a kid like who wanted, who's like at the prom who's afraid to ask somebody for a dance <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. He's always like, I'm going Sam Alvary, Let's get him. For, can we get him for the show tomorrow? I said, like, What the fuck? I go, I go. So that's why I went up. To. I went right up to you. Go, I go. Sam, Jimmy has something to ask you. <laughs> I don't ask Sam. I do it like that so Jimmy's all shy. <laughs> and Sam, right away, he's just like, sure. And he's smiling, so I'm like, he's smiling because I think he wants to come on, but he's always smiling, so I don't know if he's. So
2: ready. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I just put him on. I don't know if I guilted you to come on today. No, 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 no. Uh, I would have been home by now. Yeah. I, I'm one of those early morning guys, but no, this is. I've been trying to get on on stuff like this for, for as often as I can. I'm wow. glad you guys asked.
3: Well, I mean, it, it was, and it, like what I was saying was like the backstage after the the fight. Been around four years. You're starting to get used to a lot of this whether it's the staff of the ufc the other fighters the other camps you start to see some familiar faces and and then you don't see him for a while then you see him again in another fight so it's like it's a good it's a good energy man like i've been doing that since 2001. so i'm seeing people so it's just it's almost like i feel like a reunion sometimes like when i Mm -hmm. ran into bj penn the other day i mean i fought him like 16 years ago so that's gonna be something you're gonna be looking forward to. See, oh. I mean, you, you'll be seeing Gian eventually, like ten yeah. years from now. You'll be like, ah, buddy, it's weird, man. It's cool though, isn't
2: it? It, it is. It, it is. Just the. I mean, I've got four years of memories with yeah. the UFC, and, and that's pretty cool. The camaraderie,
3: or whatever mm. it is, it's just because it's everybody. Even though the different camps and whatnot, it's just everybody looking for the same goal.
2: Yeah, to yeah, fuck yeah. up the other guy, don't no, worry, like, the other fuck guy. guy. Yeah,
3: but uh. <laughs> It's weird, man. That main event, I was... You can't... I mean, first of all, I would know... I, I know I know both. I love both guys. They're both great guys. Mm-hmm. Steve Bay and DC. But if I didn't know either guy, I'd be rooting for the short, chubby guy. And it's so <laughs> great because he looks short and chubby. I love DC. And uh, the way that went... First of all, great fucking fight, though. It was yeah. the first round.
0: It, it was the yeah, first round. it was shot. like 30 seconds, 28 but, seconds left. Man! Here.
3: And he and it's so funny because you see like all body types and I know for being the shorter guy like they they have their advantages and disadvantages Sam right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. like when they're in that close and that's when you that's when it just is to the advantage of those shorter arms by DC mm-hmm. right when yeah they just landed, yeah, yeah when that and then he's got that killer instinct. Where he just mounted right over him and took him out. What a what a moment!
2: No, it it was it was yeah, it it was just cool, and it was the punch was kind of it wasn't. It, you know, when you think of a great punch, it wasn't quite that, but it landed in the, the right it was, spot. It was on the chin, wasn't it? it was, was it right, on the chin? Yeah, but it was, yeah, Ooh. it was like right, it, it was it was beautiful. And then he fell, I mean, he fell over hard. He fell hard. It was like, he fell, his head hit the ground, and then two, three more, four more punches, and the uh, fight was over. Wow. And it really did, yeah, I'm not going to say it saved the night, because it was a night of, of good
3: fights. Yeah. Did you guys, oh, and I don't want to get, uh, I have to, before we go, I have to talk about Pettis. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Uh... Back to DC, it it brought everybody not only everybody really, and not only did it bring everybody back, but it was a great closing after again that disaster of, of oh. disaster of, yeah. of Francis and, and
2: uh, the and the Black Beast. It, which, it made which, me really wish Holloway didn't get hurt. Oh man! Yes. Oh, I, that's oh. that's the fight I was looking forward to the most. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
3: and uh, that's just a shame. I just hope the best for, for Max Holloway. I don't know what's up with that. But before we get out of here. I have to talk about Anthony Pettis versus Michael Chiesa. Did you guys it, talk about this already? Yeah,
0: but it's fine. Oh, let's do it way. again. Yeah. Go yeah. no, on, Sam.
2: Incredible. Incredible right? fight. And he, I mean, the the striker, Anthony Pettis, against uh, uh, the grappler. And then he submits him. And it wasn't, it was one of the hard submissions to get, too, where you throw yeah. up the triangle, but you end up with the arm bar. It was slick.
3: What's um, really nice about it, too, is that it's not just that it was like a Hail Mary type thing, because his jiu-jitsu was looking slick and. And, and, and he's shown this before in the past. He's shown that he's got beautiful he would have,
2: submissions. He would have won that last fight. I'm sure of it against, what was it, Poirier? That triangle was locked when the referee stopped it. I mean, it was in there. He what happened
3: with that one. He hurt his rib or something. Yeah, his rib. That yeah. was later.
2: That had nothing to do with. That. I mean, it was the the lock. The triangle was in. Arm was crossed. He was going to sleep, and the referee stopped it. You gotta it re- yeah, you got to remember, he arm locked Gilbert Melendez, who's a, who's phenomenal. He right, won the round to pound. He I won mean, the title by arm barring uh, Benson Henderson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, he's
3: a stud with his jiu-jitsu, and that mixed in with his accurate, dynamic, unorthodox at times striking. He is, it's, he's awesome. I, this is what the, now, I don't want to shit on his parade. I love him. I love Duke, Rufus. But this is the first thing that went through my fucking head. You know what I'm going to say, Christopher Duce. I I don't actually. What? I I thought I was going to. Molly knows. I'm sorry, Molly. (laughs) 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 Christopher Duce's wife, people. Sam, this is what went through my head the second that went down. I'm like, oh my God, the what ifs, the what if, oh my God, what if that guy took that fight versus Khabib. Oh, I don't sure want to and I'm not I'm not uh-huh. shitting on I mean I don't want to have the kid cuz that's still something that's possibly in the future. Mm-hmm. But look what he did to a guy who is very good at who is very good at controlling on the floor and he got what he where he wanted him early on and he got him back down again and he fought out of position position Michael Chiesa did fade though. I don't know, he and he did, had a shitty he, weight cut. Yes. I yes. seen a clip of him saying last time at 155. Yeah. So that shows you, because he started strong, yeah. Sam. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, Anthony Pettis, I was just so impressed, and it kept going back to that to me. I'm like... Imagine, imagine if he would afford him with that, with the threatening ground game. He's getting out the hips, the getting out of the worst positions and back to the cage. And he had Michael Chiesa, who's so good at strangling people and controlling people, he could not hold Anthony Pettis down when he basically started on top.
0: Yeah, you're you right. And I mean? and he was preparing for Chiesa in Brooklyn. So it would have been the same. You know, you think yeah. it'd be the same guy coming out if he had so. Khabib, yeah.
3: You know, that's something. That's that's just food for thought. That in the future, I would love to see something like that. I want to see what's next. I want to see what this does for Anthony Pettis's, uh confidence. Not that he, not that he was off track, but you know, Sam, maybe he had a couple of hiccups since he was on the fucking yeah, mini yeah. box. Yeah, right. yeah. He was on the mini box <laughs> since he since. is
2: Anthony Pettis Day in the city of Milwaukee. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Since
3: then, he had some hiccups, but this shows how talented he is, and he was an animal. He did not accept it. He could have laid down and said, all right, you, you're on top of me. You know what? You got this. He did not. He fought. Tooth and nail. Is that a word? Absolutely. I got exactly that right. right. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> you know how you hear a saying, but you never once said it? He was in there. Tooth and nail. I don't think I'm ever going to say that again. <laughs> but anyway. You want another Twix? I don't know if it's left or right. Are you uh, like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. There yeah, you go, I'll, take it, I'll take it. I'm dieting. I was, and I've been off. Since, I had such a crazy couple of days, Sam. Since that viral thing with that drunk idiot, and then the Hall of Fame thing, which I think went smooth, you know, I'm happy you weren't there for that. But I I was there. Well, you were there for the Hall of Fame thing.
2: The whole thing.
3: I'm happy I got to give props to my wife and acknowledge my wife. There, a lot of people got misty over it when I was out and I did a, a signing yesterday. Every single female that came up that seen that. Said how much they like that yeah. you got to acknowledge the wife you know you're you're a family man oh
2: yeah yeah you know i i was actually i i was there because hendo his fight against show ah. my coach uh he, he was getting inducted and i yeah. was texting my wife during all this, and said man i'm getting terry died because if if, if if someday if i have the great you know finish the career like i yeah. want to and i'm in the hall of fame that means i'm going to be done fighting he said man. god i don't want to think about that day i i love what i do and and to be able to do it with your wife like you have and yeah, for yeah. me and my kids and i, I i'm Getting teary-eyed thinking, yeah, of retiring right now. It would and get
3: I, you. It would get you. Uh, you know, when you start to think, and then you start to go about memory lane in your head, it can get you. You it, know what I mean? Yeah. There's it, been times where I'd start tearing up thinking about stuff like that. Whether I'm on the train, then somebody would recognize me. I was in my TRT office. This is where I was. I, I can't lie. Chris the Medusa. No, why would you lie? I, I, no. I, I could piss dirty. I'm not fighting anybody. <laughs> I'm just fighting crime. Yes. Boo! <laughs> I wish I had the boo buttons. So I could boo myself right there. I'm like a, I think I'm like a five foot six Batman now. The guy was a fucking Chris the Medusa.
0: I commented Kung Fu Panda on the video. So, you you know. should have. Yeah. I know.
3: Listen. Anyway, I'm not a hero. Where was I up to?
0: The well, you were just Disney saying Batman. that sometimes you think about, you know, different oh! things on like the train and people. So yeah, up. I was
3: at the TRT office, and yeah. you know. I got my, you know, I'm usually walking around my glasses like this, and I got my headphones on or whatever. So I see somebody know me. He comes very approachable. Reading. He looks very approachable. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm reading. I, I look like a psychopath. <laughs> but then somebody saw me. One of my students was in there. He was like, hey. And I look up, and I got my I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Your eyes are all red. What is he going to do? He'll fucking make fun of me? He'll never see Purple Bell. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But anyway, oh, Sam. Well,
0: well wait. Let, let me ask you this, because you just reminded me you put the glasses on. Yes. You had a little run-in with El Kakui at UFC 226. <laughs> okay. right? You finally met Tony. Yes,
3: Ferguson. yes, I got attacked by El Kakui. Uh, yeah, Tony Ferguson. It's funny. I seen him though. I, I ran into him a few times, and the first time I ran into him, and I think it was him and his wife. And I'm like, dude, why'd you do me dirty like that on unfiltered? Why'd you? And he was laughing. He's like, oh man, you So we had a, a, g- a giggle about that. So then. The, they, you know, they come up to you before they, uh, you know, this Sam, before they put you on the big screen. They, mm-hmm. they, go, look, we're gonna go to you after this. So just be there mm-hmm. and just smile and look awkward. Not you, but me. <laughs> you know, it is weird. Yeah. Because you just have to smile. Sometimes you do a fist, and they're still looking at you. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know what to do here. So, so I was sitting there about to go out, and I go, I go, wait, I, I go, uh, Tony, I go, when the, when they put the camera, I come up behind me and, 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 and strangle me. So that's how that went. Yeah, out. that was great. So yeah, he's a good sport, nice guy. No shit, though. He wears, wears, those, he wears those sunglasses everywhere. He does, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But he wasn't wearing them when he tripped, in fairness. He was and wearing like, you know shaded you know, glasses, but they weren't sunglasses.
3: Let, let me tell you, I was sitting next to a guy who I was never always totally totally chummy with, but I have to say he was very nice and respectful, and, and his girlfriend's always nice. It was Tito Ortiz, and he did congratulate me on the whole Hall of Fame thing, and that was very nice of him. That's great. So, and it was nice, so it was good to see him. It was good to see... Um, my my tall Hawaiian friend, you know, Kendall Grove? Yeah, I do. You know, like I said, man, these things are like reunions for me sometimes, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, and there so, was a lot of fighters out this uh, week. Oh, uh, it, it was so good thing. to run
3: into everybody. I had such a good time. I'm going to be here for a while. And uh, that's pretty much it. What else do we have to talk about? Mike Perry versus Paul Felder. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot. I think Paul Felder is a tough,
2: tough guy. And, I man, Mike Perry is a strong son of a gun. I, I, this fight impressed me with him. I mean, everyone knows yeah, he's a banger. He's gonna go out there, get hit, and hit harder. Uh, this fight, he looked. I mean, he had that like next edge of he's like a UFC level fighter in this fight. It, it was pretty it's cool. a growing fight for him. It was it's his first.
3: Is it his first victory in the
2: UFC by decision?
0: That's his first decision. Win period. Ever. Yeah, yeah, and that he's only been at Jackson Wink for two months. He said he's got a lot more to learn there, but obviously he, he added some some grappling. He's adding some what takedowns. I, it's, what it's I,
3: good. What is really great is that I feel that Paul Felder is very. Uh, I like his attitude. He's got a, he's a tough, tough, tough guy, uh, slick, and I, he has good takedown defense. But it's so funny, Mike <laughs> Mike Perry. He's so freaking strong. It looked like he was about to do like a traditional single to double, and then he's just like right. lifts him up <laughs> over his head, where he just fucking. I want to see that again. I wish we were in studio. Where I could replay that. We it, <laughs> dude. He took him, and it wasn't the conventional double leg. No. It was I'm throwing you to the ceiling where you just get a fucking lands. It was, <laughs> but then he went, but then he brings it back. Once not you think he's just gonna go into caveman mode? Then he's controlling his hips, yeah, and he's looking. I, I'm telling you, how he's still young. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sweet. always liked Mike Perry. I think there's a future there because he's smart enough to recognize that he's he, he's going to be a savage, but he's going to be a and more a, a technical savage. You know, well, because
0: the power is always going to be there. And I mean, be look at that! To get into yeah. a Dude, he was, I'm he like, can, oh,
3: look, yeah. he's going to try to work though. Oh shit, man, he fucking has his feet, feet to the ceiling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's 26, fucking, Mike Perry. So he's, oh, got, he's got the. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. I'll tell you. Um, I can't wait to see what's next for him. And I think that was I, that was a fun fight. And and props. To um, uh, Paul Felder. Paul Felder, who, first of all, that guy's set. Because no matter what happens to him, he's a great fucking commentator.
2: um, Don't get me wrong. He's one of my favorites. He's good. Uh, He's really good. Yeah.
3: There's something also about these commentators, like a guy like him, or even DC. I like DC, too, as a commentator. Is there something just extra when you know they could just kick the shit (laughs) out of They've been there. Yes. So when they've been there, and it's just he's very good. When he's got that suit on, you wouldn't even think he was, uh, you know, he was just very professional. And some guys got that, some guys don't. So, but let's give him props for the fighting. He he took that fight on short notice, different weight class, versus one of the most, arguably one of the most powerful guys right. in the welterweight that,
2: division. He looked bigger than Perry, too, for having, coming up a weight class. He yeah. looked bigger than Perry.
3: He's uh, not too, I don't know how tall Perry is. Perry's but, not
2: not all that tall. But he's wide.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's strong. And, uh... Yeah, he's 5'10" Mike. And so. he's fun. And he's fun on the mic. Yeah. And he's an unusual guy and I like that. I like he's got that it factor, you know what I'm saying? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. It, and it, it and he has this way of making everyone know it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> There's no he doesn't have to do extra stuff it's just no. he gets the mic and everyone knows, it. "Well, that's Mike it, Perry."
3: Very nat- but sometimes people recognize when things are just organic, you know, and they respect mm. it and and they like that you know uh did you guys uh really
0: quick the round tree just let me know what what I pick with that uh oh let me see hold on I have it here you oh you know what interesting you had Khalil Roundtree first round knockout give me some sand give you a
3: pound right there
0: i knew when that happened i yeah. go i got that you did you texted me i didn't have it in front of me but you had it yeah, yeah.
3: hey man listen we're going we're going to be closing this thing up soon i just want to say i enjoy, besides the derek lewis and, and it's a shame cuz i really like derek lewis
0: yeah he what a
3: letdown but uh hey I don't like to kick anybody when they're down. Everybody has a, you know, not every fight's going to be a bond burner. This should be etched in their in their memory and just into their psyche where it could, should never. I don't know. Did Francis give
0: a, a remark yet? No, Francis didn't say anything. Dana well, at the somebody press Somebody grab a fucking translator? I wonder what's going on here. Yeah. Well, it was funny. They they asked Eric Lewis because he's hilarious. They were like, "Did you know? do you talk to Francis at all after and like see what went on?" He's like, "No, it doesn't matter. He doesn't speak English anyway." Like it was good. <laughs> but but Dana even said like. This is the only boring Derek Lewis fight that anybody can remember. It doesn't tarnish him at all. He was more annoyed at Francis. Yeah. Well, I
3: mean, the guy yeah. looked in phenomenal shape. And when he was in his stance, I'm like, oh, here comes Fury. I
0: guess I was... Really- well, I thought Francis uh, was moving really well. I mean, his throw good, yeah.
3: He looked like the little bounce in his step. Always oh, yep. a little leaner. Yeah. You know? You know, he's chiseled a stone. Then I'm like, then when he got to the last round, I go, all right, well... Now they know they only got five minutes, so they right. know they're not going to get tired.
2: Maybe that's yeah. the thing, you know? Whatever. I, hey, I, I was convinced round three was gonna be right. It would have yeah. to. Convinced. Then I was. Then
3: halfway through, I was starting to lose faith.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? said, "Well, he could still land one." And the crowd, the crowd wanted to cheer. I mean, anytime anything happened, the crowd yeah. would. Oh my god! And then they would went back to bullying because nothing came of it. Yeah. No, but that no, they, that crowd wanted to enjoy that fight.
3: No, thank goodness for DC and Bay and for putting on that show. And a huge congrats to uh, to DC, the double champ double champ and he's just he's just he's really just a great guy you know and steve bay congratulations he's gonna be having a daughter soon yeah so that, oh, that's something that's phenomenal that just trumps everything um what's next for you sam do we know
2: you know what i called out Corey anderson after my last yeah, fight man, uh, what happened nobody responds actually i called him out in the ring and uh he like responded back he said yeah my uncle just died like Oh, that'll just take ten st- minutes ago or something. So, but well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know. I right. like, "Oh, that's the one." That just deflates everything. So yeah, now I don't even know when the right time is to ask him again. Is it, is, it, you, you is, know, is it true is, with a is smile on your face? On? You go, "Well, how long's the grieving period?" <laughs> come, on, come, on, come on, it's
3: a fucking funny show. We like to have fun. <laughs> it's a Corey Anderson of has a sense of humor. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But seriously,
3: what is the what is the grieving period for an uncle? Molly? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know? I mean, you don't know how close he was. You know. All right, well, listen, yeah. it's not. Well, we're not no. laughing. I, listen,
0: no, of course not. Hey,
3: you know our condolences. But listen, smiling Sam, thank you for coming, dude. I am so. I, it's not my fucking fault. This driver.
2: This driver. Well, we need to get the driver point. This driver. He's sitting in the car listening. To, uh, dude, and this man. He was forty-five <laughs> minutes late to the door. And, and nice the life best.
3: Life. And the best is I heard the guy tell him the. the, the well, the, he he. Oh, he came out late no I, I didn't see the time he came out then I got my headphones on I'm like hey dude fuck yeah but that's you nice. know but he's a nice guy no tip for me though like that. <laughs> you know alright here's a tip next time for me Uber said so this fucking guy alright listen Sam thanks again man I'm gonna walk you out of here Christopher, the producer, Molly Adam off to the side and everybody listen by the way before I say goodbye um, do you have anything to plug
2: uh, hey, hit me up on Smilin' Sam. That's Instagram, Twitter. I used to do vines. I'm probably still out there too. And what is
3: it on Instagram again? It's not like, uh, no, on. I'm following you though.
2: Bro. Yeah, at Smiling Smile, and Smile and Sam on everything. Facebook, I'm everything. Be, I'm gonna be fucking stalking you.
3: And I want to say thank you to everybody that I had a, such a positive. I had such positivity. Around me. Yeah? Yeah, man. Everybody's been so great to me from thanking me from the Hall of Fame thing to the other thing with the drunk guy. Everybody's been so great. I appreciate it. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my trip with my family, and I'll see everybody soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.